Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction has to offer one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. Mine's Campo. Here's Aaron. Where? Where's Aaron? You can't see him. He's in a podcast. Ooh, he's invisible. Here's Johnny. He's stuck in, he's stuck in this Trapped podcast. in his podcast. Trapped in the podcast. I wanted to put that picture of Aaron hatching from the egg on our, on our wall. It's good for the brand. This week was Pacific Rim from 2013, directed by Guillermo del Toro, written by Travis Beecham and Guillermo del Toro, starring Charlie Hunnam as Rayleigh, Ray, Rayleigh, Rayleigh, Rayleigh Oda, Rayleigh Beckett, <laughs> Diego Cladenhoff as Nancy Beckett. He's only in the movie for five seconds. Okay, well, for Nancy, uh-huh. Idris Elba, Nancy, <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> Uh, Idris Elba is Stacker <laughs> Pentecost. Jesus, his last name is Pentecost? I mean, that's anime. That's, is that, that's all I can, yes, his last name is Pentecost. Del Toro chooses some very interesting names for his characters, though. It's just, it's a thing. Wrinkle Kikuchi as Mako, not Mako, 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 right? They were all calling Mako. Mako Mori. Who, who are you Mako <laughs> Charlie Day as Dr. <laughs> Newton. Geisler. <gasps> He's dreamy. And then uh, here's some more random people. Bern Gorman, Max Martini. That, that's an actual person's name. I didn't make that up. Rob Kaczynski, Clifton Collins Jr., who was wearing a bow tie that was driving me crazy. I just want to rip it off his throat. Okay. Uh, Ron Perlman and Brad William. Okay. Uh, you've, uh, 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 Ron Perlman? Oh, Hannibal Chow. This is character's name. Oh, see, I should have written that. Down. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's an important character. No, it's just shouted a couple times. That's mm-hmm. the only way I remember. Have it memorized. So. <laughs> Hannibal. 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 Mm-hmm. So, what do we all think about Guillermo de Toro? I like him. I like the way he draws monsters. We're cool. Yeah, <laughs> you're cool. We're cool. We're cool. We're cool. Yeah. We're cool. I, re- I really like Guillermo del Toro. I think he's awesome. I I can't really say I like all of his movies, but I do like his designs for paranormal like creatures a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that Pan's Labyrinth, like the those sketchings that he have of all the creatures in Pan's Labyrinth, That's are amazing. Crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. But like, oh God, what was the movie that we watched? I don't even know if we watched it. If you watched it with me. Uh, was it that orphanage movie? Never did see the orphanage. It was just—it was all over the place. Yeah, that was—he produced that one. He didn't actually. Oh, direct okay. That one. Well, then I'm an idiot. No, oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I get that stuff mixed up with Quentin Tarantino sometimes because he—he uh, he puts his name on a bunch of movies that he imported over. It's like, is he really? No, 
don't know. I gotta say, the only movie that Del Toro did that I think that I ever had many issues with was probably Crimson Peak. Oh, man, really? Yeah. Just didn't really, I just didn't it? dig it. I really liked that movie. Oh, good. I'm glad you liked it. But, yeah, it was just kind of a, I don't know. It was a bit of a bore for me. I don't know why. I don't know. I kind of liked Crimson Peak. It wasn't. Oh, oh, that movie. It wasn't my favorite thing, but I definitely liked it more than I was expecting to. I don't Um, think it was scary. I don't think, like, it was like, okay, we got this (laughs) nightgown. Let's make a movie. (laughs) That was the whole movie. It's right there. It's this really cool looking nightgown and someone running around in it. Okay. What's your name? Mia. Okay. Mia Wachowski. Mia Wachowski. I'll watch you run around anywhere. <laughs> That's how I feel about Tom Hiddleston. So. Oh, yeah. And Loki, dude. I can't deny that there were some really cool visuals. There were really cool visuals oh, in that yeah. movie. But I, I had a really hard time following the story. Not follow. It's just, I mean, you can follow the story mm. easily, but I don't care <laughs> what's going on. I'm just saying. It's just saying. Of pointless. Maybe I need to see it again. Maybe I just was. No, you don't. Maybe I had an off day. Sure, you do. Yeah. I mean, we got it on 3D Blu-ray. You can watch it over there, right? There. Cool. Cool. That one was directed by Guillermo del Toro. Yes, that was actually him. That is cool because yeah. it was like a different take on monsters from his perspective. Like this was like a. Well, we're talking about Pacific. Well, Pacific Rim, <laughs> Pacific Rim monsters, actual kaiju. Uh-huh. You know, you can see. Where its influences are, you know, all oh, you have yeah. to do is, I mean, look at film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really like the monster designs a lot in it. I'm kind of happy that there was a lot of fighting, but I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of wish there was a little, just a tiny bit more on some of the character development. Just a little bit, not a lot. I think as far as the blending between uh, that whole kaiju type of movies, I think it did a really great job with the kind of American type movies, because a lot of the time, it took a long time for America to get those kind of movies right. They're usually not so great when you try to blend those two together. Hmm. Like, um, God, remember the, was it the 1994 Gojira movie? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was a disaster. I think this was better than... Or at least it kept my attention more than most Godzilla movies I've ever seen. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like I think that there are a lot of in between, like the original Gojira and then some of the later ones that were they just kind of like people love Godzilla, push him on out. Okay, he's not going over buildings, and then a lot of politics or, or that kind of stuff like that. Yeah, but that's that kind of that's stuff. usually the formula. I don't um, want it. It's <laughs> always like monster. Politics, it's just they go hand Ever in hand. Ever since the beginning, yeah, yeah, that's always the way it is. But that's the way a lot of Japanese films, like the very first uh, Gojira's movie, was just about um, the whole fear of um, technology taking over traditional and and uh, nature. Mm-hmm. Japan's yeah. always had that fear about technology completely taking over, and then nothing. Traditional or natural mm-hmm. I would I would love to watch the original Japanese version of Godzilla the first one. I have everything. But the problem is uh, the only other version I've ever seen is the one where it's like the English version where there's just oh, some God, like some like very kind of 
sappy kind of American guy just sitting there with a cigarette going, Godzilla. Sappy? Just very gritty. Just, I don't know. Sappy. Maybe not sappy. Sappy is not the word. He's just an angry little turd in that movie. (laughs) And he even says that movie, like, I'm in this backwards country where nothing makes sense. And I'm like, this is so racist. But that was only added to the American version. Yeah. That's all I've ever seen. That's what we have to understand. <laughs> we we did. I mean, they they were making giant monster movies in the U.S. before Godzilla came about. But I don't no, think. But there's a big difference between giant monster movies and kaiju. Movies. Well, yeah, but I, there wasn't kaiju. I mean, there wasn't really kaiju before Godzilla, right? Probably some. I mean, maybe a, a little, yeah, but I think so. that like super launched into the, the, one. the yeah. Asher, said, right? Well, there was kind of dispute between the best like. What is there's a battle between mm-hmm. Gogeta and Gamera, the two ones that people always debate on what is the ultimate kaiju. Well, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Gamera is the friend of all children. The turtle yeah. monster. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I bet he tastes delicious in the No, this I know seemed that a little bit watered down for that style of movie. Like definitely like consumer ready for the American public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like yeah. you were saying, Joe, that there was a lot of American monster movies. I think the difference is, is a lot of those monster movies they made back then it was either clanimated or they'd actually get a bug or something to sit in a model city opposed right, right, to right. the really cool uh, thing about Kaiju is like how much details are put into just suits and having people inside of them. And having it not be clay animated or just a miniaturized little, like, actual living bug or something that made, I think, kaiju so interesting. That part's different. I don't know. As a kid, I was a really big fan of kaiju things, so I thought it was so cool. Like, even the comic books I really liked. Mm. Uh, I think everyone remembers the whole Gojira against his... Well, who is it, the basketball player? Oh, are you talking about, um... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No, he plays against Charles Barkley. Barkley, yeah. Charles Barkley. Charles Godzilla okay. versus Charles Barkley. And Charles Barkley's all, man, you need to chill out. Why mm-hmm. do you got all these anger problems? And Godzilla's like, oh, you're that right. That comic book is amazing. It is great. There's no explanation, well, hardly an explanation of why Charles Barkley actually grows the size of Godzilla. <laughs> but it's pretty fantastic. Like, he's just playing b-ball. Based right. on a true story. <laughs> he's just playing people, and he's like, oh, Chris, it's Godzilla. And then out of nowhere, he grows to, like, Godzilla's size, and they fight. Oh, my God. I like how you're more confused about that more than the fact that Godzilla looks at him, puts on tennis shoes. Oh, yeah. Sure. And knows how to play basketball. Well, I mean... I think that's... Yeah, that's Godzilla that's picks easy. up hobbies. Perfectly easy to assume that he knows how to play basketball. Yeah, but, uh... I think with this one, I think this was a nice blend between the whole yeah. American movie making and kaiju kind of style. I think too. Sarah put it best. It's very, like, it's very, you know, ready ready for cons- American consumption. And yeah, I think that was the best way to put it. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone ate it up. And, uh... I think I'm the only one here who hadn't seen it already before, right? Mm-hmm. You guys yeah. had all seen yeah. it? I remember we saw a minute of it once when we were at our friend's house, and I didn't know there were any women in this movie. So that was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> so you assume these kaiju are all male. I see. I was pregnant. I didn't know there were monsters in the minutes I was seeing. Oh, that's right. They were yeah. all just standing around in the just dude mess bros, hall or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of guys just talking to each other. They're tight yeah. sweaters. 
There was plenty of eye candy for the ladies in this movie. <laughs> it's interesting how the main character had to take his shirt off all the time. No, I or put a shirt on. I like how it's interesting that his scars oh, look just like yeah. tribal tattoos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Text Listen, like, uh, I think there should be, when somebody has to, like, push their body to the point where they've got, like, abs and all that stuff like that, you know, yeah. with uh, the shirt on, I feel like there should be contractual obligations to show this person yeah. a number of scenes without their shirt on. Okay. That was one of my problems with Guardians of the Galaxy, is that that one guy got super ripped for the role, because he was kind of chubby. Yeah, Star Wars. Uh, what's it, whatever Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. He got ripped, and we only saw one scene where he had his shirt off. It's like... Mm. Is like naked. He went through all that trouble. He was naked. No, no, no. They, he was... got naked and he was hosed off. Right, right, right. Yeah. But that was the scene. Like there should have been a scene later where he like. Oh, takes you'll get off more. There's gonna be another oh, one. Buckle up. He looked buff. It was that's like... what I'm saying though. But he he was like chubby before. He got super buff for the movie, but there was only one scene showing him up. Yeah, but I give didn't me even... my man candy. You know, I maybe... didn't even know who he was before that. Oh, okay. no, I didn't really, so... but. I think maybe they told him, like, to slim down a bit, and he just went, like, gonna go all the way! Yeah, <laughs> just did it. I don't know how we got to this. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> but, um... Dudes are hot, huh, nah. Aaron? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, don't get me started. <laughs> still, still dreaming about Roddy Roddy Piper. My, no, my, 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 heart, my heart rate increases whenever we talk about Jaeger pilots. Oh. <laughs> I know. Yeah, which one is your favorite Jaeger bomb? I like that three-arm guy. Yeah. yeah, the three-arm guy is pretty cool. I don't know. I think my mm-hmm. favorite were the mysterious Russians yeah. who survived in Siberia for six years. They just have like a, like a squinty, like kind of steel look on their face. Yeah, Just highly bleached, beautiful like people. Yeah, I, I, I ventured into the uh, Pacific Rim Wikipedia page, or, or wiki, excuse me. I was going to say, so, how did is you it, know Is it called that? a sub-wiki? Or what do you call it? When, when it's a wikia. A wikia? Is that what yeah. they call it? Okay. Um, and, and it's really interesting. Uh, those two characters, the, the, the Russians or whatever, uh, there's a lot of uh, um, discussion as to whether or not they were brother-sister or if they actually were a couple. And <laughs> like in great detail in the wiki, which just made me laugh. They look very similar. If yeah, they, they, if they, they blonde, weren't. The blonde thing going on, yeah. They were albino twins or whatever. <laughs> I think- I think you can be that in sync, like the two members of Beach House that like chant together. You can, you can, oh. you can start to feel the other person's energy without necessarily being in a relationship with them. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you saying that the uh, musicians in Beach House are drift compatible? Oh hell yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> I can cite you a few articles if you're interested in knowing more. <laughs> Should make a We have to. We have to see what their martial arts uh, compatibility is first. I wasn't familiar with the term drift compatible till uh, tonight. And I have to say there was plenty of uh, conversation to go around after I figured out what it was. Should you probably describe this movie to people that haven't seen it? Why haven't you seen this movie? Oh, okay. I guess. uh, Yeah. Because this might just seem like what? We could just do it quickly. Yeah. the 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 world is being destroyed by an invading force that is coming from the ocean floor mm-hmm. that they name kaiju. Uh, right? What? No. What? They, they call them kaijus. Yeah, they name yeah. them kaiju. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They come yeah. from the ocean. They're coming through a rift in the ocean floor, 
and they're a destructive thing. They at first they can't figure out how to get uh, kill them. It takes a long time. Lots of people die. Then somebody builds a giant robot and calls it uh, Yokai Watch. Basically mechas. Right, I, was, yeah. I wouldn't call them robots. They're mechas. They're, 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 it makes Gundams. Uh, yeah. They make some Gundams. And uh, <laughs> those are called Jaegers. Because it sounds cool, I assume. I don't I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I'm not entirely sure where they where they fixated on the German word for hunter instead of just calling them like Evangelion or yeah, something else Japanese. That was taken already, right? Mechas? So. Mecha. Yeah, Mecha would have worked. Mecha's, it's probably copyrighted, though. Yeah. Mecha uh, Warrior owns it or something. Okay. Or Robotech. What, what was the robot called in Tower Rangers? Didn't that. Did Zord. That oh, Zord. No, yeah, no, yeah, they're called Zords. Yeah. Mega Zords. And then there were Zoids, which is entirely different. Zoids are the, like. Lego things, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not really Legos, mm. but kind of like Legos. <laughs> Anyways, our main yeah. character is. Uh, <laughs> His, his name is Rayleigh, Ray, and uh, we'll call him Ray for short. Ray Ray. <laughs> and his 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 brother's name is Yancey. <laughs> some, uh, rest I, in- <laughs> Yancey, no! <laughs> I assume they got super buff together because they had such nerdy names. <laughs> hey, look, they're buff enough dudes to save the president, all right? Now, you know, now that you put it, I'm kind dudes. of disappointed there wasn't, like, a falling to your knees at the beach and just screaming, Yes! <laughs> <laughs> he should have got a tattoo right on his arm. Maybe he'd call them Yan for short. Oh, know. that's even worse. Yeah. Yan. That's like what little kids call like bananas because they can't pronounce it all the way. I like can't see that guy's face in my head. I'm like, I know who that is, and I'm like trying well, to picture it. They found, they found a guy who kind of looked like Rayleigh, and they were like, "You're his brother. Work out. Do some push-ups." Are you talking about the Yancey guy? Or yeah. The, uh, okay. He kind of looked... He you know, looked, the Yancey one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to be... I, I, I'm sorry if this is rude, but he just kind of had a very generic white man. Yeah. Kind of like face. face blindness on him there. I'm sure he gets that a lot. Is he the guy that was in Dollhouse? I'm looking him up. I like how you said generic white guy, because I just picture what everyone on Tumblr, you know when they draw just a blank figure and they just write, like, hater across the face? (laughs) I just picture, like, white guy. (laughs) He just, I'm sure all of his roles in Hollywood are just generic white guy. (laughs) It seemed like they were, like, leaning towards people who could have had a a genetic predisposition to yeah. having red hair maybe but go. they were all very um they were a bunch of white dudes but there's <laughs> Idris Alba too and yeah. he um oh this guy was in Mean Girls I didn't know that hold <laughs> up Yancey huh <laughs> Yancey had a career in uh, Mean Girls huh the Dollhouse was maybe before that around the same time you talking about Weena Dog um, <laughs> what? That Joss Wheaton show called Dollhouse. Oh, I think, oh, I'm thinking of Welcome to the Dollhouse of that girl oh, and her no, last no, name no. is Wiener. Oh. And they keep going, Wiener Dog! No. Wiener! <laughs> no, no, Dollhouse was the one where uh, um, Elijah, Elijah, Elijah D- Dushku. Dushku? Dushku, she plays like an assassin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They load them up with a personality. They're mm-hmm. like software you stick in the USB port and you're like, today you're going to be a scientist. <laughs> yeah. And then they have to infiltrate like a lab and kill somebody mm. and stuff. Mm. It had that dude from Cabin in the Woods, right? But the dolls Boring. are kind of slaves. Yeah. 
It, I did get kind of into that show, but it was canceled, I think. Yeah, it was. Is it that guy? Yeah, he was voted as Spring Fling King. Spring Fling. Oh. Spring, spring. So Yancey was Spring Fling Fling King. King. In Mean Girls. In Mean Girls. And then his brother okay. was like, we gotta fight those kaiju. That's right. <laughs> but anyways, Yancey dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got too cocky. Kaiju kills him. Idris Elba is like, I can't believe you guys win a kiss wall. Dude, you had a great Idris Elba voice. Yeah. Idris Elba practicing a lot. This is horrible. <laughs> Casting the apocalypse. It's me, home day. It sounds like a demon is coming through you. <laughs> I don't know. You kind of made me flash me. You made me flash back to that mighty python. I can't eat no more. <laughs> just a mint. <laughs> just ignore the fact that my nose bleeds. I'm just a normal army guy or something. You need to talk like you're Luther, and then it'll come more naturally. Uh, if I'm Luther, I just, I'm having a terrible day all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys watched Luther? No, no like, but I've read about like it. Like Lex Luther? No, no. It's, a t- it's a British show where Idris Elba is like a detective. Who's that? Um, Idris the Elba is, the, is main, the main dude. Commander-in-chief. The black guy. The black guy. Which black guy? The one in charge. charge. In Pacific Rim, the one with the nosebleed. I don't even remember. He was the dad character of the girl. Yeah. He's one of the main main characters. He's kind of there. I don't know. He's... Are know. you kidding me? I, I wasn't really, really paying attention. That guy is bomb.com. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big I like Idris Elba. I yeah. wasn't paying attention. Honestly, I was looking at all the uniforms and all the emblems and all the pilots and all the, you know, the different. That's sexy. Idris Elba. I was staring at the machinery and I guess I just wasn't paying attention. Oh, I want to stare at his machinery. Oh. <laughs> Well, I don't blame you though. He's he's a fabulous man. I can't even imagine what like the porn title for the Pacific Rim would be. Uh, I think we can figure it out. <laughs> Specific room. But things oh, are things are going downhill even though at first they were able to defeat these kaiju with their Jaegers. And they tried to build walls as an alternative because the Jaegers don't seem to be working anymore. But of course those kaiju they're just they're just pretty tough. They're just tough little numbers, so they break through those walls. And uh, I think that was a, a deep message for uh, a little bit fu- in, into the future. <laughs> I'm not going to say any more than that. Uh, <laughs> so, Charlie's quit. Oh, Char- Charlie is the actual actor's name. <laughs> Ray. Ray Ray. Ray is working construction. They go recruit him again because he's the best damn thingy they ever thinged. That's right. He was able to pilot a Jaeger by himself. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. That's like in The Running Man when he was working in the the prison hauling steel bars around for a while before he got out. <laughs> totally. Totally. Give you a lift. <laughs> I'm just using my man strength while I'm, while I'm off the job. The butcher of Bakerfield. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Let's not get started on Bakersfield again. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not sure they've recovered since <laughs> they got told. Oh man, running man. That was a pretty crazy video. Did you watch that video I put in the show notes for Bakersfield? Not yet. Not it was yet. like a fake oh, no. tourist video. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like, wow. That okay. was pretty amazing. I didn't know it was this harsh. <laughs> Let's uh, see. Go ahead. 
Oh, so I guess um, let's do it. the rest of the story. They're fighting and they're, they're they're angry and everyone's angry in the water and they're fighting. But then there's this great part and it's Charlie Day and he plays a really hot scientist with like kaiju tattoos of his arms and glasses. And I think that's the real eye candy in the movie, but that's just me. There's something for every girl. Yeah, there really movie. is. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about, but uh, <laughs> if it's that annoying nerd scientist guy, then I just want to strangle him. See, I'm, I'm really into that. I mean, look at Aaron. <laughs> Hmm? Aaron, yes. you, make, you make Charlie Day makes you look like Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, thank oh, you. Dang. Thank you. Wow. Who's wow. That? He's he's a guy who likes to show his butt in movies. Anyways, who's, what? Who's he also she? beat M. Bison. That's right. I don't know who you're talking about. Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, who's that? Uh, well, he's an action star. Uh-huh. He's been in um several movies you've probably never seen, uh-huh. but you have seen. Street Fighter, and he plays Guile. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just showing a picture. But imagine if he was a nerd. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Aaron. I'm sorry, confirm. You're not imagining him with a mustache, but just, you know, don't you worry about it. You look way better than that. You are doing great. Right. Charlie, that, 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 worse than that. that was the you. worst. I never, I, I didn't know that Van Damme had a mullet. That's amazing. Oh, that's that in good. a... That movie, that uh, John Woo movie he did. Certainly attractive I don't think pictures I've seen that one. of him. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, no. I mean, he's got a there shirt are. off there. He's real oh, good. That's no. what Aaron looks like oh. with his shirt off. Too. Exactly. He's not my cup of tea. Joel yeah. knows. Joel knows what's going on. I'm just saying, compared to He looks like those really, Thank like, you, Joel. early 80s Ken dolls, where they had the mullet and that kind <laughs> of we'll have to show her thick the, neck kind you'll, of. You'll have to show her the butt video. <laughs> I don't okay, like This that. is when he was playing Gambit. That's horrible. Chance Boudreaux. Aaron, you look Should way Claude better Van than Dan that. Is That's the best. The best. You haven't seen Hard Target. Though. No, I haven't. Okay, well, Aaron, you look way better than that. Mm. Well, thanks. Yeah, but uh, I'm just glad that I look better than Charlie Day. Mr. Van Damme, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, we like uh-huh. you. It's okay. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says Charlie Day. I thought he was a hot ticket in that one. He had all the, all the nice eye candy and the tattoos and the glasses and the science and the things and the movie. Oh, <laughs> I did glasses too. Yeah, I think yeah. it's hot. I think yeah. Burn Gorman was way handsomer. I just um, <laughs> <laughs> no way. I didn't want to say nothing, but <laughs> he looks like Udo Kier, like twenty. He does look Udo like Kier is like a hundred years old. So I feel bad for him because I think if somebody like that started talking to me, I would just walk away. <gasps> really? I wouldn't want to engage with them. I There's love... a creepy vibe there. Yeah, no. you gotta be careful. <laughs> I could yourself. hang out with him. He looks like someone like that would let me put makeup on him. Yeah, he, he does enough himself. I'm not sure if he needs any more makeup. Well, that's cool, too. <laughs> I'm well, down for in, that. Oh, he was in Game of Thrones. I don't remember that. Carl Tanner. We've been watching him in Bleak House. Right, right. Yeah, oh, he's, he's younger. Like, 10 years younger. I kind of like what a sour, little, miserable turd he was. In the yeah, movie, actually, that was pretty fun. I wanted to be his friend. <laughs> I, I kind of like the... the uh, um, opposites of, attract kind of relationship he had with Charlie Day in this movie. Yeah, he where, had kind of a blue Raja kind of thing yeah, going. To, from from um, Mystery Men, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was digging that. I liked I liked I liked the idea that like uh, he was very rooted in math and like you know all the answers of the kaiju can be solved with mathematics. And then and then Charlie Day's just like you know I want to grab some some kaiju poop and you know like make figure some, out figure out what makes him tick. Yeah. 
I mean, they're, they're no Bruce and Lloyd from the Get Smart movie, but they're okay. Yeah. 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 I like them together. Yeah. I'd hang out with them all the time. What'd Aaron, you, think you wouldn't of, see uh, me. <laughs> what'd you think of Mako? Who? Oh, like yeah, Mako. Yeah, she's there. I like her hair. Mako. Mako cheese. <laughs> you know, I liked her. Yeah, I think she was pretty cool. She was tough. Um, see, that's the one character I wish that there was a little bit more. Yeah. A little she, more development. So, well, I mean, her story was there, but her personality wasn't really. Well, she is literally the only woman. Yeah. I mean, well, there's a woman on the Russian team, but no, she had no lines. Yeah, yeah, but she kind of didn't need to. When you saw her, you're like, damn, that she had a presence. Cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That three second that- clip of them walking, I was like, oh man, yeah, yeah. those guys are cool. Yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know more about these mysterious Russians. <laughs> Another movie about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man, Pacific Rim two, one and a half, the Russians. I'm sure there's a, a preview comic or whatever, a, a prequel. Well, if there isn't, I'll have to make one. Yeah. You, uh, was she the one that you said you weren't too crazy about the acting? Huh? Oh no, I'm actually really happy with her with her acting. Okay. I just feel I feel the 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 main character, whatever his name is, Charlie uh, Hunnam, uh, Rayleigh, Rayleigh Beckett. Rayleigh Beckett. I felt he was a little lacking, unfortunately. And they, and which is really rough because a lot of this movie spends a lot of time with this guy, and you're just like, because he's just looking at things, you know. You don't really, I don't, you don't really get a feeling of 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 you know what he's all about. What he's experienced. You see, you see his brother die. Yes. You know he's gone through this, but like that's it. Right. That's all you really get out of this guy, you know? You know what? Honestly, I didn't even notice him in the movie. I was looking at his clothes. I know. Everything's I was looking at his his clothes the whole time. I was staring at a lot of the, like, costume designs, the machinery, the Jaegers. That thing just swallowed me, and I didn't really need a lot of does such an amazing (laughs) job of this world building that I agree with you that that you can totally get lost in it. Yeah. What do you think? I was actually pleasantly surprised by his character because in action movies so often the main character is just this like stereotypical alpha male that's like, <laughs> that's True. just like, you know, a badass. And even though he didn't have much character depth, I felt like there were moments like when he started interacting with, what's her name? Um, Mako? My- what is it called? Mako. Mako. Everybody is calls it? her Mako. Really? It's not Mako? No, they call her Mako. They call her Mako. No, Mako? in the movie. That's why I was, I was like, wouldn't it be I'll Mako? Mako yeah. cheese? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but when he starts interacting with her, there's there's an emotional spectrum that's visible for him because he's there for her and he sort of is talking to her about what she wants and how to help her. And I thought that was that was yeah. cool because you don't usually see that. Really, cause that's really true. I, th- I thought that that was usually the a lot of the premise in because uh, anime. That's usually always a thing. There's the mecha pilot who you know, like, oh man, you just survived that thing that no one else did. You gotta go over here, but you're an ass. And he's like, what? But I'm, I, I have this horrible history, and things happen. And they're like, well, too bad. You have to prove yourself worthy. There's this chick over here, and she is shy. And they usually, like, talk to each other and then somehow connect is what I found in a lot of uh, anime, which has kind of got that anime vibe in it. Like, very... Um, he, didn't, he didn't have to say... He was so gung-ho, like, after they brought him back from the wall. Yeah. 
Like, he was just like, yeah, sure. Okay, you're pushing me in this direction? Yeah, that's sure. Oh, she's, she is cool. I want her to be my partner. Oh, no, bring her on. Oh, she can't be? No, no, I'm not going to accept that. Let's say, you know, it was not like in, in the American typical hero's journey. He would go through this like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Which was actually Goose. quite refreshing. <laughs> he, only, he only had one Yancey flashback. <laughs> Yancey flashback coming in. You're right. He didn't get incredibly angry and just drive his car recklessly, and so that the that the lady would have to follow him out. You know. Yeah. yeah. He didn't yeah. punch he didn't the wall once. Yeah, he didn't punch into the, wall the air. <laughs> <laughs> he, does, he does have a major white knight moment when uh you know that other jerk fate that, that oh. guy is a total dickhead for no yeah. reason like yeah that's another anime thing mm-hmm. he just had the chip on his shoulder because yeah. his dad was really good uh, yeah, at everything he decided he had to step forward and like uh protect mago's honor like you take that back like she did you see her almost kick your ass man if she was upset she could kick his ass like, yeah, yeah don't that's need true you. I mean, I think it's nice that he was there. I think that he was nice to just be like, back off, dude. Yeah, Yeah, but but I think a funny part is he knows that she never said stop, guys. Yeah, 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 true. You were doing doing exactly. They're fighting over me, guys. It's okay. (laughs) They're just fighting over me, everyone. (laughs) Nothing to see Nothing here. Nothing to see yeah, here. The two scientists guys were back there going, yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> Which was strange. Yeah. I, I think um, at that moment where they brought him back, I was thinking, isn't this a trope in movies where, like, right in the beginning of the movie, like, you're not even 15 or 20 minutes in, they have, like, a reunion of characters that are like high-fiving each yeah, other and stuff like best. yeah we're back together you know we yep. we had to do this one mission because this is important guys it's time to oil up and play some volleyball and i was <laughs> thinking like i i'm interested personally in keeping tally on when they do a reunion in in movies that's funny to set it up yeah i'll have to keep an eye out for that now i think you know it'd be really cool if they had like this i know there's a sequel already being made right yeah, there's there? a sequel being made. Yeah, there's already Correct. a sequel being yeah. made. We I, were just filming it outside. I would <laughs> I would really like to see the actual training, like something in the yeah, that movie. Would be training, cool. The actual training of how you know how to work these things, the actual building of them. If this had taken off, I wonder if they'd done they would have done like a CGI movie series like all you know, not live actors like all CGI doing yeah. like I think it would lose something. Like, yeah, it definitely would, yeah. which we would take away from it, but I am interested to know like why because when we see it, Mako just like, oh, she's done all the training. Stick her in there. And then she screws up big time. And everybody's like, oh, she can't take it. Like, what? this is literally her first time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you got to, she almost killed everyone that was yeah. important. But the, the problem with that. <laughs> she, I put her gun right I, towards. I had problems with that too, because like, <laughs> I, I think there should have been like, like one step in between where they're like, okay, now we put the helmets on. In this little room where there's no active no weapon, you know, no weapons, <laughs> just to see what happens. If the light turns green, then you guys go in the robot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if the light goes red, you got to do some more training. Yeah. But I guess there was no time. There was right? no time. Yeah. They were talking about how they were pressing over time. They're not backed up. <laughs> they weren't backed up with by the same people that they used to be. There no, was you're no right. military thing. They were basically. It's a mirror. Two hours and 20 minutes till apocalypse. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) According to Garfield, the other clock. 
It's Run doomsday, in. guys, not dooms week. <laughs> no time to eat the lasagna, guys. <laughs> all right, all right. <coughs> Fair enough. Pardon what? me. So, uh, I forgot what, what I was talking about, but... Let's see. We are... So, we. you know, let's, let's go into this, because... Let's talk about Charlie Day, what he actually does in the movie besides annoy me. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's obviously a likable character. I guess, yeah. I'm, I'm just playing around there. But he, he has an important role to play. You want to talk about it? Um, well, he figures out a way to... Okay, well, in order to uh, pilot these Jaeger things, they have to uh, drift. Or was it drift? Drift. Yeah, they have to drift together. And it's because the um, amount of power or concentration is enough for... Like, it's not enough for one brain to handle, so they have to find people that have compatibility brain-wise so they could both... Basically, drift together means for them to become, I guess, one? Kind of? Or connect in some way and work together to try and pilot. Now, one has the left side of the Jaeger and the other one has the right. Yeah, like, they're supposed to yeah. control a different hemisphere of the brain. Now, the yeah. problem with Mako, she was Tokyo drifting everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't do it right. But anyway, <laughs> Charlie Day's character figured out how to drift with an actual kaiju to get information. But unfortunately, it's like a two-way street. So the kaiju got information from him, and that's when all hell friggin' broke loose again. I really like <laughs> that twist. Yeah. Like, when they're like... You screwed up. Like, now they know things that they couldn't have possibly known before. Which makes sense, because when the next kaiju attack happens, they're like, we know exactly where to target on these Jaegers to get to the delicious human meat inside. Mm. Yeah, but they don't eat anyone. Well, that one baby one tries to eat somebody. (laughs) Well, it's a baby. It doesn't know. Oh, that's true. What are they doing, then? They're trying to, uh, they explain that there's aliens and what they're trying to do is make the planet to their, um, specific age to take over it. So what they have to do, since we kind of destroyed the world enough to where it's perfect conditions for them. So they just put these monsters to just wipe out whatever is, um, the dominant species and then they just take over. But we're kind of hard to kill. (laughs) Kind of a thing. So their their objective isn't to kill us, or it is? It is. Okay. It is they, they want to clean the planet out so they can live there. Yeah, possibly. they want to take over and just live there. Because they're kind of like parasites where they just go and they take everything and then mess I mean, it up and then go to the next. I take it they're ammonia-based, based yeah. on how yeah. many times they mentioned ammonia. It, yeah. what, I, what I find interesting, though, is like why did they just like figure out some virus thing to pollute the water or whatever. Yeah, they they liked more it. humans when they saw them. They spent, like, millions upon billions upon zillions of space bucks on these kaiju. They gotta use them. You're right. Those space bucks are important, mm-hmm. and they better... They, yeah. You're right, Joel. Those were the resources they had mm-hmm. to work with. They're like, we have all these space bucks. We better use them to make giant kaiju You know what clones. I didn't think of is, uh, there is... Totally. He does see... Through the kaiju's memory, because they have a hive mind. They're all connected together. When he goes in, I never noticed this, but it shows aliens on fra- like floating in fragment, mm. you know, of soil. And I'm wondering if they already destroyed the other planet and that fragments that they're all hanging out with oh. on are the destroyed planet and they're trying to move on to ours. I mean, mm-hmm. that makes sense because they are kind of all floating there. There's no yeah. actual, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's all floaty so, time. It, it's like they've got their own ecosystem lab thing but they don't have an actual place it's just like where they 
literally where they're hanging out, putting together the kaiju, and then there are little tiny, yeah, like little asteroid scraps that they happen to be walking on. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I think okay. they just destroy all the way to the okay. core. But, I think just using every resource from the whole, like, to the point of is just little crumbs in space mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of a thing. That's yeah, right. That's an anime uh, story that I've seen a couple of times. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the Saiyan's planet was destroyed. I, you know, I keep bringing it back to Dragon Ball. Uh, <laughs> what is another one? Uh, classic anime. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, I was thinking of the the comic Invincible because like, oh yeah, the, what is, what is their race called? I, I always I always pronounce it as the Vilitramites, uh, 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 but I, I could yeah, be wrong on that pronunciation. Vilitramites, yeah, whatever they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean that is it starts with the V. The same <laughs> Saiyan story, like so it's they yeah, destroy their planet. So that that makes sense. I thought that was, I just noticed that while we were talking about it. So he figures that out. <laughs> All the stuff, how they're being made, he figures out they're being cloned. But, um, oh god, what was the other? But they keep making them, um, like, modifications on these clones for every single time one of them fails, they keep modifying and modifying, and that's why it keeps getting harder and harder for them to destroy all of them. I was surprised they didn't say at some point, like, we've never been able to kill them the same way every time or something like that. Yeah, like, he did. He said, like, do you ever wonder why it's always, like, different mm-hmm. from how to kill them? Well, like, yeah, yeah. Dave was talking about. But, um, he figures out, like, everyone's kind of pissed off. When, well, the mathematician was kind of pissed off when he found out Charlie they did this. Um, he told... Because he loves what? him so much. <laughs> what was his name? The guy that you mm-hmm. were talking about that you thought was all sultry and... You're talking sweet. about Idris Elba? Yeah, he finds out. He says, you gotta do it again. Mm-hmm. So he... so Charlie, come, come to my chambers. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Day goes to the black market to try and find another kaiju brain. Where we run into... Hellboy. Hellboy. <laughs> The forever sexy actor. What's his name? Ron Perlman. Yes. That, guy, that guy from Blade 2. Anyway. <laughs> City of Lost Children, right? Yeah. Yeah, City of Lost yeah. Children. Beauty and, and the Beast. That's right, he yeah. He's played, what's his character's name? His character's name is Hannibal Chow. Yeah, named after his two favorite things in life. Yeah, which I thought was kind of an interesting his kind of historical figure. And, and his favorite uh, restaurant in New York. <laughs> which is really funny because, like, they... Like, Perlman gave his character, or, or somebody gave his character, like, more backstory mm. than, like, any of them, just in one sentence alone. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. So, the thing I like about this movie, too, is there's so much detail about these kaiju without even cramming it in your face. Like, it shows when he goes in the black market to find pieces of the kaiju, he goes crazy at all the stuff he finds. He's like, oh, wow, the, like, they get into the point that they have parasites on them. Uh, what their like, um, what their how many brains they have, the organs and everything, and um, what they look like, and which kaiju's have it, and all this sort of thing. So I thought that was kind of cool. The other thing I found interesting too was how how humanity had adapted to these um, kaiju attacks. Like how Hannibal Chow was explaining to Charlie Day's character at several points where he's like, you know, he like, you know, it's like the kaiju poop, you know, the dung itself, like a little bit of it can 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 uh, fertilize, you know, square yards of fields and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, because it and had then, such a high, like, what was it? I don't know. like nitrogen account. Yeah, and it and he's just talking about how profitable they actually are. And it tastes great. 
probably. Yeah, they were trying to also um, <laughs> sell the bones too, grind it up bone powder. Yeah, it's good for the. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good for the Idris. Uh, <laughs> 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 Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> what? So another big battle, you know, another one falls, and right away, like ants in an ant farm, they try to climb all over the. You know, oh, yeah, to try to get as much off of yeah, it. Yeah, try and pick it clean. Unfortunately, they found out one of them was pregnant. I like that scene a lot because I think it's really cool how uh, uh, just traveling inside the body of the kaiju and, like, uh, uh, the, the suits they had to wear in order to, like, survive in there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was something that uh, when I when I first saw this movie, I just I didn't expect that that's where it was going to go and... I just thought that was really cool. There's so much mm-hmm. meat to this movie. When they were walking inside the body? They had to put suits on to oh, go inside. Yeah. Okay, okay. Stranger things. Didn't expect <laughs> that. Didn't expect that. I think there's so much uh, detail and, and meat in the whole design and sort of the kaiju, but unfortunately the humans don't really get that much. You want me to say something? Yeah, say something. What do you want me to say? I don't know. Something about delicious kaiju meat. Yeah. Uh, Didn't it make you hungry? Uh, no. <laughs> Reminded me of grubs, which I don't find very appetizing. Oh. Yeah, I think that there were definite, like, anime-style things done in the movie. But I think that... I, fe- I felt like when I was watching it that it was like a pitch for a Godzilla movie. <laughs> and that somebody was like, no freaking way... And then they were like, well, let's do it, but with monsters, and then it can just be its own thing. I don't know. I mean, it makes sense, because Godzilla as a character was basically dead to movies since Godzilla Final Wars. And then, no, that's no. I mean, that is my favorite one, so yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is pretty good. <laughs> but <laughs> like they, then they, they brought him back in the, the American version, which I didn't see. Uh, it's it's good from a couple years ago. I liked it. Which one? The newest Godzilla movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about the horrible. No, 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 not the one from the nineties. Okay, no, the newest American, not the best. I one love from that the 90s. one, <laughs> and I know a lot of people hate project. it, but I don't know why. Uh, I thought it was cool. And now we're getting another actual Japanese one, so I yeah. that's good. The Attack on Titan Godzilla. But I feel like if what? it was. I don't think a Godzilla would work in that kind of storyline because Godzilla's always the one protecting. I don't think kaiju's. Oh, you mean like that. in in the uh, Pacific Rim style? Yeah, stuff? So oh, I don't no, think no, it no, would no. ever work. But I, the thing that I think that really worked was there. I usually don't like a lot of green screen, but for some, I think the green screen on this one really works in this movie because it made everything seem so grand and kind of big, like when they were in the garage area where all the kaiju, I mean, not kaiju, um, years were being made. Mm-hmm. I just thought that with the green screen, even though you kind of tell it kind of had this cool stylistic look to it that made everything yeah. look so bright, neon, and lively. That's <laughs> kind of what I liked about Crimson Peak, because I feel like Guillermo del Toro was doing his take on, like, a kaiju, is that how it's pronounced? Kaiju Mm -hmm. movie? And then with Crimson Peak, it was more like he was doing his take on, like, a Weathering Heights, like a a gothic 
movie and he was like embellishing that landscape mm. and i think that that's what he does is like yeah. he has this artistry that he puts over like whatever it is he's whatever genre he's in yeah that's i think, totally agree with I you on that that he definitely he really loves world building and building all these mm. really cool things to look at um in fact one of his one of his uh head artists uh, used to work with uh, Mike McDowell on the Hellboy comics. Um, uh, Guy Davis, he did the BPRD comic books, mm. and he's actually one of he was one of the head designers for the kaiju in the Pacific Rim. And and definitely you can you can when when you see the sketches you, you'll know immediately that it's just like oh yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> That's like, cool. That's I'll, awesome. I'll have to show you guys some of them. They're yeah, cool. was yeah. that previous to him doing the Hellboy movies, or was that did their relationship develop before that? I think Guy Davis met Del Toro through Mike Mignola okay. while they were working on uh, Hellboy Two. Okay. I, I get a feeling that that's where their their friendship and Guy Davis's eventual exit from <laughs> Hellboy comics occurred mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Do you know anything so. about Guillermo Del Toro? Um. Yeah, what are his measurements? Well, I mean, I don't know how true this is, but um, I possibly own a uh, a Guillermo del Toro uh, Hellboy action figure from his personal collection. Ooh, believe awesome. it or not, that's, um, that's the closest. Turn. That's the closest I've ever gotten. That. That's so cool. <laughs> I I don't know much at all, but I did listen to an NPR interview with him once a long time ago. I think it must have been around the time of um. Pan's Labyrinth or maybe Hellboy 2 or something. But his he has a very interesting take on monsters. I love, yeah. His yeah, whole, like, idea of yeah. them is just yeah. so... Have, have you ever seen his sketchbook? He, he released his uh, sketchbook as, like, a book, book, book. I know that sounds weird, but, you know. No, yeah. Like, like he released it, like, you go to, like, I don't know. I wanted to say Baldwin's books, but that doesn't exist anymore. You know, like like the big bookstore, <laughs> <laughs> bigbookstore.com. You could you walk right in. He he, he uh, published one of his sketchbooks. Do you have it? No, I, I want. I just haven't been able to get it. I'll get it. I'll get it around to it. Sell all your stuff and get it. Yeah, all right, I will. eBay. He's only done nine like full length movies before. I didn't. I for some reason it feels like there was a lot, and I mean nine is a lot technically, but yeah. I feel like I could just like uh, I like most of them. Stuff yeah. I can't. I, I mean, even Crimson Peak. I'm sure I could watch it again and find something I really liked have out you of seen it. Mimic. I have seen Mimic. Oh, don't. Mimic is a good. I like it. Okay. Really? really? Yeah. Oh, totally. Kid with the spoons. Totally. I'll watch it again. Giant, yeah. giant, delicious beetle creatures. You didn't mention Kronos, though. No, is, no Kronos. That's no the one. Devil's Backbone. Uh, We've named every other one. Oh, that's basically. fine. Okay, yeah. cool. cool. Hellboy 2, Golden Army. Underrated. I like well, that mm, I, I, I have my problems with it, but I liked it. I have a lot of problems with it. I've accepted it. it. <laughs> and I don't like that What's-Her-Name-Got-Pregnant in the movie, because that's weird. But yeah, yeah. There's some difficult things mm, going on yeah. in there for a Hellboy mm. fan like me, but <laughs> I, I've, I've worked, I've accepted, I've, I've worked out my problems, my demons with it. Mm. <laughs> That's good. That's strong when you're able to do that. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, how I have felt about this movie in particular because I, when I saw this movie, it must have been. I feel like it was like in 2014. I think I feel like I pushed it off for sure. a long time. 
it had been so overhyped by all of my friends. Like, oh, so good, Pacific Rim, like crazy. Like, and, and you know, I hang out with nerds and talk to nerds, <laughs> talk to nerds online. And, you know, and nerds were crazy about this movie. And so when I watched it, my expectations were set pretty high. You know, like, oh, they didn't, people didn't get it. They didn't get it. And I'm like, didn't click with me first time. I like five out of ten for me. It's like, okay, that was a movie. This time I felt a little bit better about it, but it still feels overly long to me. Like, which is funny because I do I do want more character development, like you yeah. said, and I enjoy all the the Jaeger versus Kaiju parts. Yeah. So yeah. what am I going to cut out? I'm I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. I don't think you can cut out more because a lot of it seems very like you'd need it there. Yeah, I think I feel like maybe they cut out a lot of the character development to try and fit in everything in the story. Maybe. I could see that too. Like maybe they had a bunch of it and they're like, uh, no, cut it. They're like, what about the fight scenes? Like, are you kidding me? You can't cut those out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how we get the kids, see? So the kids. We spent all their yeah. money on it. I just wish that they had a better, uh, what is it called, for uh, making toys, like you were saying, Joel. Uh, you seen it was yeah. very marketable. Marketing, yeah. Because uh, I remember when it came out, me and Aaron were looking for toys, and all they had is more of, like, the collector's toys. Mm-hmm. I didn't see, like, t-shirts or anything yeah, like that. And I'm like, like no I merch. think they missed out, because I would have rocked Pacific Room shirt, or the just the toys, or just... I wanted a kaiju shirt myself. I think that would have been really cool. Or just even, yeah. like, something simple, like um, like a backpack with them on it, or... Something cool like that. I think kids would have been all about that, but they totally missed out on the crowd. Yeah. I didn't even know this movie came out, like, until it was on somebody's TV when we went over one time, and then I still didn't even know what it was. Mm -hmm. Maybe the marketing was just really bad, or the trying to put out the word about it, because I only heard through other people. It wasn't like... I'd be interested to see kind of like what Joel was saying, like, what hit the, the cutting, the, you know, the, the, what hit the floor, you know, yeah. what, what was removed. And like in my, in my mind, I'm picturing like the scene where like the main character is like, it, like, like obviously, you know, Mako had some problems with the drift compatibility and like, but part of me was thinking like, what if there was like a scene where the main character, the dude, the Riley or whatever, like sees his brother Yancey. And he's like, good job, brother. You know, like, you know, like, like, you know gives him the thumbs up or whatever. Good job, brother. Oh, yeah. Even though I'm dead, you know. I can still, I can still see me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to think of something that would have, that would have, would have, would have brought some, a little bit more to the character. He was, he was out. I you were going to. Uh, he, fell, just, he fell into the other side on the other dimension. And it, he's like, I can't do it. I can't activate the bomb. And his brother's like, you can do it. A voice from below. Like, you can do it. Like, <laughs> Oh, when it blows up, it says, thanks. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or like there's a weird deleted scene or it goes through, is it, what's her name? Um, Mako. I always want to say Miko. Because that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, Miko, just going through her teen years, going through the memories, Mm -hmm. like, shut up, you don't know me. (laughs) 
just go back to your Jaegers. That's what you care about. You know? And there's Alva. <laughs> you, you just raised her from when she was like, yeah. uh, how old do you think that little girl was? You know, five, like, five, five, okay, six. five. Yeah, so, five. So uh-huh. pre, pre-pubescent. So when she hits puberty, <laughs> and he, she goes up to Jaegers and is like, what's happening to me? Uh... Oh crap! <laughs> Read this book. I need, I need another one of my pills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just gonna throws her into the nursing ward. And just tell her. <laughs> there's, there's no other women on this planet. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Folklore tells us that there were women once. <laughs> <laughs> Before the year. <laughs> Before the kaiju. Yeah, oh, yeah you know what? You're right. There wasn't really a lot of ladies. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, besides news anchors. Oh, yeah. No, I forgot. I kept yeah. believing I forgot about that. Well, I think you're right. There probably should have been like some CG cartoon what? thing done later, like yeah. an animated thing. After after the movie, well, you know? that's I mean they they had that opportunity if they like that we were saying if it had been marketed yeah. more towards a younger audience and not towards uh, you know I don't know how how much do you think that uh, I keep bringing back Avatar because it was such a big sci fi hit you know and that, yeah. that gave everybody the uh, idea that oh wait people do want to see science fiction movies again oh and so. That wasn't exactly marketed to younger people. I do remember there seeing There were toys, though. Yeah, there, there was toys. toys. There was costumes. There was my little nephew. Boxes and... My little nephew dressed up like one of the yeah. one of the Navi, I believe is how you pronounce the aliens' names. The Navi. I remember. Mm-hmm. I know, because he kept hitting us with that damn stick. <laughs> <laughs> little... Navi! Yeah. <laughs> Navi! <laughs> you say Navi, I think of the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm you wrong. You say Avatar, I think of the last Airbender. <laughs> no, you're no, you're right. They call the Navi, and yes, it is the last Airbender. <laughs> uh-huh. So it was your first time seeing it. Give me your general feelings. General feelings. Okay, that's good. Uh, it's not. Let me think of how to put this in a diplomatic way. <laughs> <laughs> Out of a thousand and, and three stars, how many stars are you? No, don't do it. Out of monster movies that I've seen, I liked this one more than most. And I'd say out of, like, military kind of movies, I liked it more than a lot that I've seen. But general feeling is it was cool sets, cool actors, and um, some cool fights. And um, not a lot of depth, but... A fun action movie to watch is mm. my cool. impression. Mm-hmm. It's a popcorn flick. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's kind of one of those movies you just get what you need to settle down for the time. Just, you know, buckle down and watch it. <laughs> yeah, this will definitely not be my last time watching this Pacific is, Rim. Yeah. yeah. Very specific Rim. Mm. Uh, it's, oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about the sequel, Atlantic Rim? <laughs> oh yeah! Didn't you guys see a knockoff? We tried I've never to watch. We didn't. We tried to watch yeah. it, but there, we couldn't find a copy. Every time I really think bummed. about the title, it makes me laugh. Though yeah, I, I seen the trailer too, because I know it was a big hit in like I don't know what part of China, but it was a big hit, and everyone went nuts for it. And that's another thing. I wonder if it was a better um, 
Looks Pacific like Rim was definitely better received, I think. Well, I've got good news for you. Uh, it's oh. on Amazon Prime. We can watch it right now. Awesome. <laughs> Average rating, two stars. Oh, oh sweet. <laughs> 1.6 out of 10. I wonder if this um, is as good as that... Uh, this is made by The Asylum, and those are the people that always make the knockoff movies. They're the ones that made the Transmorpher movies. Ex- excuse me, uh, I hate to interrupt you, but did they make the one about the uh, raptors getting set loose inside of a prison, I believe? That one we were watching for, like, five seconds? Yeah, yeah, that one? I have no idea. Okay, no alright, just, just, yeah, sorry. I don't know the name of that movie, but, like, maybe... there's a truck full of raptors. Yeah. Oh, no, the truck broke down. <laughs> These raptors. <laughs> oh, it broke down near the prison. Hot and fresh raptors watered them. Oh no! <laughs> what would you need them for? <laughs> the locks break too when the car breaks down. <laughs> did, what do you mean you didn't change the oil? <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. oh, so, Atlantic Rim is probably not as good. Okay. Yeah. We got that figured out. But I, I bet, like, the publicity and all that was, like, probably well, way better in China, yeah. maybe. Maybe. Pacific Rim was definitely well more received in, in the, the, some parts of Asia than, yeah. than in uh, America, I think. But. Enough to knock it off. <laughs> but then again, I guess Pacific Rim would be considered kind of a... Maybe a tribute more to a lot of that anime kaiju. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, certainly. Totally. But, um, no, I wouldn't call it a knockoff. No. Oh, no. No, no, no. I think, yeah. yeah. I think it's on that, because I know a lot of people get really upset at certain movies if they notice they have a certain thing, like, oh, well, it's just a knockoff. But this one, I wouldn't say it's a tribute. Tribute. There's definitely a lot of love put into it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just made for money, because obviously they didn't put any publicity. That's really one reason I really like Del Toro, is he definitely... That's actually, that's it? He puts his heart into it. That's why I like Del Toro movies. He definitely, you can feel that he puts a piece of himself into it, as opposed to, you know, I don't know, just generic, generic marketing scheme movie.com. I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes gems come from that, though. Yeah. I kind of wonder how much studio influence he had on this, or they, they had against him in this movie, because, like... I don't know. Del Toro movies usually strike me in a really special way. Like he's got this this flavor, this style that is uh, like he he's dark. He's got this darkness that he brings to all the the movies that he's made. Things things as generic uh, sounding as Blade Two. You know, they've got that <laughs> Del Toro touch that you know is undeniable. Awesome. And you felt it a little. I feel like you felt it a little bit in this movie, but. I basically only felt it when the kaiju were doing their like spreading their their parts, so we've seen the blue things and their their tongues their and, their their eyeballs and their their gorilla grod dancing around. And, and they uh, were asking their managers for permission to kill the human. Yes, that's true. <laughs> having having my baby. What a wonderful way to start the day to say he loves me. Uh, you know. Oh my gosh! Though so, you know what? There uh, the thing I think. That takes away from it being totally uh, that Del Toro, Del Toro feel is their CG. Mm-hmm. Del Toro is all about the practical effects. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there was a way for them there to was do no this way, yeah. with stop motion. <laughs> as much as I love stop motion and puppetry and all this, I think the CG was the only way you could go about this. Yeah. 
I was picturing them having like a dirty dancing like <laughs> montage with him and her like practicing together. <laughs> <laughs> there needed yeah, there was almost little to no montage in this movie. As opposed to a lot of other, you know, action, action sci-fi no, flicks. No time. There was no time for... In, the, in the Neon <laughs> Genesis Evangelion anime, there is an episode where he has to team up with another one of the pilots for their, their things. And in order to train together, they play a, like a Dance Dance Revolution style game until they're in sync with each other. Oh, funny. So that's like, that would have been funny if they'd done that in here. But I Some DDR. Yeah. Maybe they'll do it in the second one. I just feel like with this one, it, they were like, at the last limit, everything's going down. Yeah. We need yeah. to gather there was everyone no time. now. Gotta get them the suits now. Gotta get everything There's done. no time! There's no time! We must set back There's the no clock train. from Apocalypse! It's <laughs> awesome line though. Exactly, Joel. Beautiful. I feel me James Bond. I feel bad for <laughs> yeah, the make me James Bond. Yes. I feel bad for the sea life in this movie. Like, yeah. Well, all the coral reefs gone. <laughs> well, some sacrifices had to be made. That's in right. The, it was all those poor fish. Yep. I also think it's funny that at the beginning of the movie they were like. This happened, then this happened, until this happened, and then it's like, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm like, wait, how much time has passed since I was alive? Like <laughs> That feels that feels like studio direction to me. Like like you just got this going in and all of a sudden we're fighting monsters here. And I know you got a news thing, but maybe he should explain what's going on <laughs> on the screen like that, like they did. They just showed all the stuff, and then suddenly Obama for no reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you uh, were I, there. I feel like I, I would have liked it more if there hadn't been the voiceover, though. Like, if we just saw, like, the pulsing, and then all of a sudden attacks start to happen, you know, mm-hmm. without Charlie, or uh, without Ray going, uh, I had a family, and some shoes, <laughs> and, uh, Yeah, but you kind of yeah, need to hear that he thought that aliens were coming from the ground, though. It's- the well, that's why, like, but but show not tell, you know. That's that that system. Yeah. Like, we're, we're looking at the ocean floor when he's saying that. See, I think we can figure I think out. You're, I think you're over. Um, that's what the, the fish are. Yeah, not a I think lot of totally people. Different. Not a lot of people are familiar with the ideas of so. I don't think they could follow as long as mm. much as we can. <laughs> I think people are smarter than you're giving them credit. No, they're for. not, Joel. <laughs> well, at least my friends are. <laughs> and that's all that matters to me. There you, you go. You snob. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Pascal's on my side. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was the strongest voice actor. No. No, he was Australian. Oh, jeez. He was Tom? pretending to be American? I don't know why, but yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I just thought maybe he got punched in the face a lot. That probably also I happened, just thought but... that was... But I mean, my voice isn't exactly the most clearest bell. <laughs> well, you've been hiding your Australian accent for years now, so... <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're normally like, It's me, Kempo, I'm Australian my, now. My voice is a bit deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly the same as your Idris Elba impersonation. What are you talking about? That was Australian. I don't know what you mean. I like it, Joel. 
It's like the voice of an ogre or an orc. Yeah, it's, good. it's more it's good. It's more orcish. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I, I I dig it, man. Orcish. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for me. Yeah. Oh, thank you guys. I'm really glad we watched this movie. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. I'm glad I did give it a rewatch because I, I give it more points than I did last yeah. time. Kudos, kudos to this movie for creating like a vernacular of things like that were just like totally okay right mm-hmm. away. Yeah, like you watch so many sci-fi movies where they try to invent something new that they're talking yeah. about all the time, and you're just like, no, this doesn't work. Yeah, like whatever word you're trying to make fly, like it still sounds weird every time you say it. But yeah, but in this one, it was like they had more than one thing that they were talking about all the time that. Just kind of drifted into the drift oh. into their conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything totally. kind of the gears really work together. I like how um, they also called all the all the kaiju had like a category. <laughs> yeah, like, it's category four <laughs> kaiju, like a storm, <laughs> like a storm. <laughs> yeah. Category five. What's that? It's never happened before. <laughs> We should have done the iPhone. His dial has only stayed down here the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, they know it was a five. We never went up to five. Also, shout out to the the, um, uh, voice of GLaDOS from uh, um, Portal Mm. for for, uh, doing the computer voice in uh, this movie, because that was really exciting. Yeah. I try to ignore it, because it takes me out of the movie. Really? GLaDOS is a big part of... She was a big part of my childhood. No. <laughs> <What? laughs> oh my god! Just, you know, she's a cool character. That's all. That's all I can say. You know, evil robots and such. I was I was really happy to hear her doing the AI, AI voice for yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's a zombie on my lawn and such. There you go. That's nothing to do with it. Okay, let's wrap this up. Uh, I'm going to read the outro stuff. You guys got to think of lessons. Luckily, uh, you were probably thinking of about a lesson before. Uh, we even started watching the movie, so that's that's cool. We're gonna have some good lessons this time because there is there's just I a didn't lot of do my homework. Oh. <laughs> Joel, I'm not ready for the test. There's a lot of aquatic stuff you could talk about. There's there's fighting. One one more thing before I actually read in the intro. I still think it's bullshit. Uh, gotta believe myself. That uh, they wait so long to take that sword out. And I know it's a Deus Ex Machina versus that kaiju. You gotta do it the last. <laughs> you have to have the ace up the sleeve. So you just give it like they got all the lasers and the punching and stuff. But if you use the sword now and it breaks off, that's the only thing you have to give a one up. Let's not. It's, it's literally, so literally the god killer. Like so many kaiju get taken out yeah, of that sword. That's, what you, that's the last resort. The strongest yeah. one you always use is the last resort. You don't want to use the strongest one first because if it fails, you don't have something to surprise them with. No, that's true. That's true. You can't do that. <laughs> they should put it on every Jaeger. <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised. Can't every more Jaeger Jaegers didn't come out with those? They should. Well, they lost their funding. Oh. Yeah. yeah these Jaegers were, these were, were the last Jaegers. Yeah. These were collector's items. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Oh the <laughs> era of the Jaeger. <laughs> 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 I want to see that in a bar. <laughs> yeah, this movie takes place in the far future of 2020. That's right. Does it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, 2025, actually. 2025. 2020 is where we start. Yeah. Yeah. Barbara Walters piloting a Jaeger. Yep. <laughs> so here's my outro stuff. Here we go. Thank you, your lesson. Email us any suggestions or comments you have to please don't podcast at gmail.com. 
Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or the podcatcher of your choice, please. Like us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash pdsmios. You can follow us on Twitter at out, at, 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 Outer Space Pod. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, we'd appreciate it if you left us a rating. Please star rating, written rating, anything like that. It'll really help us. Thank you guys, please. Thanks to David DeRoy for our theme music, Jed Dowtry for our podcast logo, and Aaron Cornelius, he also did one. And to Spencer Sims and our family for all the support that you've given us. We couldn't do what we do without you. Uh, we'll figure out what the next episode is at a different point. I'll let you guys know on the Facebook page if you're interested. So, lessons. Sword for last. <laughs> oh. Yep. That's, that's... If I'm beating up a giant monster... I'm going to keep that sword for last. I'm going to punch the out of it. See, that's the only humane way you could do it. You're going to just, you're going to just sword first. That's mean. <laughs> I don't want to be humane to these guys. They smell bad, probably. If I killed everyone that smelled bad, there wouldn't be anyone to sell comics to, Joel. It just occurred to me, they didn't talk about them smelling bad, but if they were covered with ammonia... They did. They oh, said they, they smelled horrible. Oh. Like, or, like um, that's a, what they were. Boiling thing of bad fish. Mm. That's what they smell like. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Keep your sword until the last. Yeah. Aaron, I guess my lesson is is that uh, if you're going to try to get a black market kaiju brain, how about not telling the black market guy that like you you drifted with the kaiju because <laughs> then you can just stay in his really cushy <laughs> nice bunker. Nice bunker. <laughs> He's going to be really mad at you, you guys. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's my lesson, I think. If he hadn't told him, the kaiju would have ripped up a special bunker training hit to him. Yeah, you're right. So, you're right. Because mm-hmm. he really wanted to give Charlie Day a big old smooch. But he didn't at the same time. He's he's like, what I'm, happened there? Yeah, yeah, that's his manager, like you said. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. He needed uh, authority from above to <laughs> approval to do that. Like, he got distracted because that other Jaeger showed up. So it's, yeah. it's like, they, they're very easily distracted. Like, they just should have had a team with a bunch of laser pointers going off there. What do you think? For lessons? Mm-hmm. No, what do you want to do for lunch? What did these kai- kaiju do when they weren't fighting? They were being trained to kill. It kind of looked like they were all like grouped together, in a little, like on a stick or something. Like it is kind of. I wonder if that's some kind of socialization for them or something. It's like a kebab of them. <laughs> yeah, like a kaiju kebab. <laughs> yeah. They were exactly. all in the back of the truck, and then the truck broke down. <laughs> Alien truck. <laughs> My space wheel has popped. Wow. Sometimes there's women in movies. <laughs> yes. I didn't learn that from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the minute I saw this, there weren't... Before seeing this movie in full, yes. I did not know there were women in oh, this movie. Oh, okay. Well, oh, there was a bunch of them working on the... What are they called? I keep wanting to call Yeagers? them mechas. Yeah, the Jaegers. Uh, there was a bunch of like... Um, they, were, they, they were in the cafeteria. In the cafeteria and they were working on stuff. It's just that... They didn't really have what I would call Hollywood's version of feminine features. They were wearing jumpsuits like everyone else. Mm-hmm. And some of them had their heads shaved and they weren't like all dolled up or anything. They're all greasy. <laughs> well, but I understand what Sarah's coming from too, yeah. though. Because like there weren't a lot of lead actresses in this one. Oh, no. Of course. 
you know where else we've seen that actress Mako before? She was the uh, the she played Bang Bang in uh, the Brothers Bloom. Oh yeah, that that was good. She only has one I, line. I liked that. I liked that her yeah. role in it. Yeah, it's real good. <laughs> My lesson that I learned from this movie is that, dear listener, it doesn't matter how hard you wish and hope. You cannot force Idris Elba to take off his shirt in a movie just by dreaming. <laughs> that is a lesson, a hard to learn lesson that I learned from this movie. <sighs> I'm gonna have to watch that Beyonce movie where he's where <laughs> obsessed. That white white girl stole my man. Oh, obsessed. There you go. We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 You guys take care.